Morning, recruiting champions. How are you? As you can see, today I am joined by the lovely Angela Cripps. How are you doing, Angela? I'm good, thank you. I can't believe I'm up at this time. I got, got a message at half eight saying, oh, there might be a problem. Can you join me? And I was like, yeah, let me get my face on. Yeah, well, one, of the, uh, one, of the, one of the challenges of going international in the recruiting gym is that you start getting time zone issues. And someone kept saying, yes, it's 9 a.m. And I was like, is that UK time? Yes. And I was like, right, okay. Uh, and then and then the invite comes through going, it's 9.30 in the morning. And I'm like, right, okay. So we had a bit of uncertainty uh, on when, when things were happening this morning. So I get that all the time, I must admit. And, and it doesn't help, but uh, the worst one is Australia, where I've had it before, where at, um, I'm due to do a webinar at midnight, not realising that uh, our summertime has changed, their wintertime has changed, and we're actually two hours difference to what we thought. Oh, my goodness. Does that make you early or late? <laughs> well, luckily, I was I was ready and sitting there. And then I suddenly got this notification saying, yeah, it, start, it starts in five minutes. And I'm like, no, two hours, five minutes. No, five minutes. Wow. <laughs> so literally got on and I was in that, oh, hello. <laughs> the, the energy and the, and the uh, adrenaline were pumping for that first 10 minutes when I look back. Yeah. Exactly. I can exactly. see it. I don't think they could, but it was just, uh, yeah, skinny teeth stuff. It was lucky I was sitting on my laptop still doing stuff at 10 o'clock. Otherwise, I might have missed it. Yeah. It's nothing worse than being late for your own webinar. So, uh, so, so, so I guess the reason one of our topics this morning, Angela, is that obviously in the UK, we've just finished a, a bank holiday weekend. And Obviously, there was a lot more people about. It sort of felt like it felt more like a Sunday than than than, than lockdown. Yeah, you're right. Um, I, it was my birthday, so I did actually go out and have a picnic in a field. Uh, and when we turned up, I mean, it was a big field, and there was probably about five other families that that were, were, were doing a picnic but by the end of it we were only there about an hour hour and a quarter but we were the only ones in the field by the end of it so but we'd chosen specifically a field that we thought no one would go to because <laughs> the one we originally said we were like what are we thinking there's going to be masses of people there because it's beautiful it's got a stream it's got willows and that's that was sort of my original plan but then it was like no no not going to happen so you've got to find those still pockets of where it's still quiet because you're right it's like it's it's getting back to normal the cars on the road yesterday would would definitely a lot more than i expected yeah and as the cars get out on the road you know the speed cameras are on their way back uh which is which is good there was a road i went down and it said um what's your speed it's not a racetrack <laughs> on one of those things that came up i thought okay obviously it has been then yeah no indeed indeed so uh but i guess the, the as, as sort of like personal life begins to sort of get back to normal whilst we're still maybe crossing the road queuing outside of shops i i, I get a feeling that that June is going to see the start of almost a new normal. It's sort of like we've had new normals every three weeks uh, over the last uh, <laughs> three months. But but I think I'm starting to hear recruiters are coming back off furlough in June. Yeah, yeah. I had um, a client that I was was due to come on on here and, and, and watch you on, on Friday morning. And I said, oh, did you get to see him? It was their first day on there. And they went, we had six jobs in 
on Friday morning and we just had to do that. Sorry. And I'm like, no, don't, don't apologize. <laughs> Because you've got a load of work. Don't, don't fill your immediate vacancies. Come and watch the stand-up. That's what you should say. <laughs> I said, you can, is it, it gets put in the gym. You can watch it afterwards. Don't worry. Or when you're needing that little bit of push, that's when, that's when you go back and watch them. And actually, what I've loved, Alex, because there have been some that I've gone back to, so I don't know if anyone else has picked up on this, uh, but the Crowdcast app, you can watch you at one speed, 1.25, 1.5, and two speed. So your 15-minute webinars, I've been doing at 1.5, and right. I can understand you perfectly. So you can do it in nine, 10 minutes, uh, but you're even even, even more hyper. I listen to audiobooks at 1.25. I listen to, I watch YouTube videos at 1.5. So, yeah. uh, especially when it's Americans and they're like, hi, how you doing? Yeah. So, uh, so, so I guess the, but, but I guess the thing is in the new normal in Angela, as people start to come back off furlough, what are the, uh, what are the, what are the main activities that recruiters need to get straight back on when they, uh, when they get back to their desks? Well, planning would be uh, the first one. You know, I was going to say planning. And yeah. lovely, you've had a big jump in activity because the problem is you can very easily jump into all of that activity, take all those jobs, try and work on everything and end up not placing anything. Yeah. So we've been talking about it for, for the uh, what, what are we on? It's episode 47. There we yeah. go. It's been a good, good old few episodes where we talked about Think about what you want your new normal to be. You don't have to go back to what it was before. This yeah. is the time to make the change in your business if it wasn't how you wanted it. Now, if it was if it was wonderful and it was perfect, then great, stick with it. But the majority of people for the last few years have been talking about how they're not getting commitment from the client, how they can't get hold of the candidates, they're getting ghosted. Um, so all of those things, let's now readdress them, put some criteria into what you expect from your candidates and your clients when you're taking roles on. Don't go back to how you were before. Make sure you're getting those full details, that you're getting a face-to-face -to, -face to talk through the job. Get them if they're in the office or um, where, wherever they're gonna be working to take you around. Yeah. Um, on their phone we've got the opportunity to make a difference that means a lot more placements are going to be made temps yeah. and contractors are going to be a lot happier they're going to get the right positions and therefore they're going to stick yeah the best analogy that, that that i've heard often angela is about making sure we make time for proactive activity is that whilst we we should not mistake an open vacancy for the fact that things are back to normal and, and the analogy I often use in business development training is about a water wheel. And, and it takes a lot of effort to get that water wheel moving. And, and for most recruiters, they might come back in and find a bucket of water and go, woohoo, we're in business. But actually, <laughs> the water wheel is still stationary. And, yeah. and I think part of what we, we need to be doing is that we almost need to treat uh, our desks as startups which is the fact that, right, we need to go and find some clients. Like, who are the clients? Like, we, we might have a target list, we might have a client list, but who are my new clients? Who are the ones that have things on the go that, or have enough change going on where I think they're worthwhile talking to? Uh, and there needs to be a real sense of urgency in that because otherwise you'll work that one vacancy and then you'll be like, no, I'm hungry. 
<laughs> yes, and there's nothing there. And the, and the thing is, the likelihood is the client is actually really committed at this point. If they're saying they've got a vacancy, they've got a vacancy, haven't they? Yeah. So at least we're in that scenario because they're not going to be recruiting just for the sake of it at the moment. Um, and we still need to still need to ask the question like, has this role been signed off? Uh, because especially if you're working for a company that's maybe part of a U.S. corporate or part of an international conglomerate or a subsidiary of a large business, is that locally they might still think they've got that uh, authorization to hire, but someone up above may not may not agree with that. Yeah, you're right. So terms may have changed, processes may have changed, policies, um, and they either haven't been made aware or they've forgotten because <laughs> it's all all in the excitement. Things are happening. So we, we, we need to make sure we're asking lots of qualifying questions at the moment of both the candidates and the clients. Because remember as well, candidates are going to be, I need a job, I need a job. Um, and it might be that they really enjoyed lockdown. They really enjoyed working from home or being at home and spending more time with the family. They're thinking about, right, I need to just get a job and get some money. And they might do it for a few months. And then they may be thinking, well, actually, I want to be working from home more. And therefore, they're going to be looking elsewhere. Yeah. So we've got to make sure we get them the right positions that's going to fit in with them yeah. longer term. You don't want two months down the line, things dropping out. Yeah. And, and I guess that's where sort of re-clarifying with every client that you've done business with. Right. What is your what is your home office work split going forward? Uh, what are your uh, onboarding plans going forward? And, and actually calling clients and saying, well, what are your plans to onboard? How are you going to plan the recruitment process? It's not that you'll say, because I think the worst thing you could do, Angela, is ring up and go, have you got any jobs? And then you look desperate. But if you looked at it, which is, right, what are your plans? Uh, what are your plans to onboard? What are your plans on how you manage your recruitment process going forward? What's your thoughts around using video interviewing? And almost requalify those clients, not as prospects, but as how they're going to work to make sure yeah. you work in a way that they want to work. And being the realist that I am as well, I'm not a negative person. I always look on the positive. But let's add in, please, to all the clients. What are your plans if there is a second wave? Because the potential yeah. is come September and October, we could actually be back to where we were. So get them thinking about what they're going to do in that scenario. We've done it once, so it's not like it's going to be a shock. We know whether things work from home or they don't. But again, we don't want to be sort of two, three months in and then everything has to be shut down again. And that person, whoever you've placed. Or it makes working. me sick just thinking of that. Some people say, oh, we've reached a peak. And someone says, no, that's just the first hill of a mountain range. So uh, mm -hmm. so it's it is so much. There's so much uncertainty in the future. Uh, but I wouldn't be planning any building work in the near future anyway. So so I think just to recap, Angela, so so. If we're, if we're coming back from furlough, we need to be planning and we need to be planning proactive activities. So that's talking to our existing clients to find out how their business is doing. Yeah, let's have some general discussions about what, what they're thinking, what's happening with them, what's their plan for the next month, three months, six months. Because I think we're at that point now, whereas we, we, we were talking at the beginning, weren't we? Let's just talk about this week and maybe next week. But I think this, this year we can now actually expand it out to this year. Yeah. And I've asked a question for everyone that's uh, that's live is just what what would what would your first activity be if you came back from furlough uh, next week? Uh, because it would be great to get your thoughts on, on what what activities uh, should, should should be. I think I think also, Angela, 
I think it's in, in, important that we uh, really role play and practice how to get exclusivity or at least a head start on opportunities when we when, when we do get a vacancy. Why would you say exclusivity or at least a head start is so important for any recruiter coming back from furlough? Well, again, we don't we don't want to be being busy fools, and it, it's where we got to. A lot of companies were using three, four, five agencies, so straight away you, you're potentially down to twenty percent chance of actually filling that position. So therefore, let's change that. Let's not have that. There's no reason why you can't ask for exclusivity. You can't ask for for part payment up front. Alan's doing his uh, retainers course, isn't he? Um, That's right. So or success only um, for the contingency, and, and then uh, let's let's get some part payment up front or project fees, whatever you want to call it. Um, let's get commitment from the clients, commitment yeah. from the candidates. Let's switch that now. We've got that chance to do that and change the expectations. And would so, you be talking to clients about giving a head start or exclusivity now, even before they have a vacancy? Oh, definitely. Whenever a client, um, when I started, we'd talk to a client, they say, oh, we're not, we're not recruiting at the moment. Not, and I'm like, perfect. Now's the time to think about how you want to do it. Now's the time for me to understand your business. Now's the time for me to come and have a client meeting, to go through how it would work, what we would do, set up a, a recruitment plan. Let's get it organized now, because when you are recruiting, it then all becomes now. And you haven't got time to do any of that. And therefore, it actually misses it. Think about it. If you're um, looking to, well, to project on your house, let's just take it back to yours. You don't just suddenly start one day and then start knocking down the wall that day, do you? <laughs> there's, there's a bit of planning that goes into it as to what you want your house to look like and what you've got to change. And you start getting quotes and finding out how things are going to work and what's the process going to be. It's exactly the same. Don't do it when you need it, i.e. on the day. Do it beforehand. Yeah. And, and I guess we, we always try and leave gym members with a takeaway Angela, and I'm going to leave you with with one question to ask your clients with uh, today, which is when you're speaking to clients, when you're doubling back with clients to find out how they're doing, just ask them, if you got a vacancy, what number call would I be? Uh, we, we on Our instincts generally tends to ask, like, will you give me a call? And the client's obviously going to say yes, but we don't want a call. What we want is the call and if we're not the call we want to know what number we are in that in that hierarchy because we, we need to know where we stand and if we're number three we've got to work out how we get to be number two if we're number two we've got to be working out what we've got to do to get to be number one and and sometimes it may just be waiting for number one to mess up uh but remember there's going to be lots of competitors that may be uh your clients number ones that maybe haven't survived the sort of the COVID situation. They might not yeah. have the same capacity within their teams. The individuals might have, have left. Uh, so everything's up in the air. And those clients that say they've got a preferred recruiter uh, may not have that recruiter anymore. Uh, so, so it's really important that we ask that question. Yeah, or the, or the recruiter may still be furloughed. I mean, <laughs> it's your chance, isn't it? Yes, yeah, so they can't use them. I've just stuck a poll up. Um, just to get a sense from the amount of people on here, it'd be nice for us to start taking some temperature checks maybe every every first day of, of the week, whether it's Monday or Tuesday, um, as to whether you think the industry is moving. So yes, no, or not sure if you, if you don't know. Um, and Kirsty, 
talking about engaging with clients and candidates, planning the conversations, yeah, making sure that you've got your questions written down, that you know what you want to ask. You're going to have probably a standard good five to ten questions that you need to ask about the situation. Uh, so you can use those with all your clients. I've not heard the term before, though, um, that the questions have thought, not abseiling. So I'm thinking, is this the new winging it? If you could just confirm that <laughs> what, what abseiling is. Because abseiling, you are attached, but you're right. You are just throwing yourself yeah. over the side of a cliff and uh, hoping everything yeah, yeah. works. I think, I think what, uh, what, what's really useful, Angela, is for there to be one or two key questions everybody in the organisation is asking, because then you can compare notes. Then you can get some consistency uh, as, we're doing, uh, as we're doing now. So uh, uh, Alan's yeah. also said there's probably a, a few more PSL reviews going on at the moment. Uh, so again, engaging with some of those internal talent teams. There'll be a lot of internal talent teams that have been chopped. So it's important that we uh, that we sort of engage with those teams and engage with companies that we know have got talent teams to see how they've been impacted. It may be they've gone from ten to two or two to none. So I think uh, that that's important as well. So uh, Angela, we're at time. So yeah, leave us with a message to take away today. So lots of opportunity out there. There's positivity all around. People are starting to move. So you decide what your new normal is. I think that's going to be a fantastic situation to be in. When, how, whenever do we get that chance uh, to just do it and turn that quickly? So uh, now's your chance, guys. Brilliant. Thanks a lot, Angela. See you soon, everybody. Take care now. Bye.